But tell me, what is your favorite cruise line, Andrew? Oh, my favorite cruise line. Well, I've really got to think about this, haven't I, now? It's got to be Disney, isn't it? I mean, it's just got to be Disney. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I don't want to cause controversy or anything. You know? <laughs> Welcome back everyone to another bonus episode of the DCL Duo podcast brought to you by My Path Unwinding Travel. As you can tell, Brian is not with me here today hosting. I am solo hosting, but I am very excited because we have a great show planned for you today. I am talking with a cruise ship expert, I'm going to call him. Uh, I'm going to welcome Andrew from Cruise Ship Profiles. Welcome, Andrew. Hello. Hi there. And uh, hello to all your listeners. Yeah. Thanks for joining me today, Andrew. I, of course, introduced you as an expert and I, I think you're an expert. You, I mean, you <laughs> photograph ships like every single day. You work at a shipyard, right? And so, but why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself and about your cruising credentials, I'll say. Okay. Yeah. Well, I say very nice to be back on here. So lovely to chat to you. So first of all, I'm in Southampton in the UK, which is probably about the busiest North North European cruise port and certainly the busiest in the UK. I'm very lucky as well because I work in the port itself, I actually work at the container terminal. But what that does afford me to do is be in the right place at the right time to catch all the, all the cruise ship arrivals and departures, normally very early in the morning and, and kind of late evening. So I'm quite lucky with that. In terms of how I, uh, you know, how I got to do what I do, basically, I all started off. I was classed myself more as a ship spotter. Always been interested in ships from a young age, and how I got into kind of more the cruise ship blogging is just writing little bits and pieces articles for magazines, and then obviously with the advent of social media, it then becomes easier to you know get your photographs and bits and pieces and information out there. And it's just kind of grown from there. So it's kind of grown from a hobby to uh, to kind of a definite passion, to be fair. I love that. I love that. And you have now for, I feel like, years taken these amazing photographs of, of many different cruise ships, but of especially I love your photographs of the Disney Magic as she has visited the UK, obviously, multiple times. And now, of course, this summer, we had the Disney Dream coming over to Europe, I think, since the or for the first time since she first was built, obviously, and had to come across because she did, did come over from Europe. But since she was built, she hadn't returned. And so now you've got all these great photographs of the Disney dream over in the UK. What's it like to photograph ships, you know, coming into port or at port? And, and sort of what's your what's your setup look like? like what kind of camera are you using? Are you using drones? Like what what does the technology look like? <laughs> So, okay, well, in cap, well, the first thing with photographing anything in the UK is the weather. So, and Southampton can have good That's days. That's a very good point, but, Andrew. <laughs> yes. But the main thing is with Southampton is it's renowned, especially with all the sort of local ship spotters and photographers, that if there's a new ship coming in on its main voyage or never been in before, normally... Southampton does let us down with the weather. So that's always the, the first and foremost is the thing you worry about. But uh, Mother assume, Nature. <laughs> Mother Nature, I know. It's wonderful, isn't it? But assuming the weather's good, I've always used Canon SLR, DSLR. So I've always I've got a Canon camera that I use. I do quite a bit on my phone. I've got an iPhone. I think it's just great because it's I've always got some kind of camera with me, if it's my phone or you know, another smaller camera. So I've always got something, but the phone I think is great because of the angles you can get and it's just so easy to use. And now the quality is just so good 
you know, for social media and whatever, you know, you can get pictures out there really, really quickly. For the last two years, I have been using a drone. So I do a lot of drone photography in Southampton and uh, my sort of images, both from the drone and sort of my other photographs have been used by cruise ships. I do stuff for the shipping companies and the port itself. And of course, I've also got things like the Insta360 for any kind of doing tours and bits and pieces on board. So I've usually got a well-packed camera bag if there's something about or if I'm on board a ship. So it's normally the first thing I pack, to be fair. It's what I call my yeah. essential packing list. Yeah. <laughs> it's like your go bag, right? Like, it certainly <laughs> is. Always ready to go. That's right. Oh, yeah. Oh, Believe me, there has been occasions where I've got down to somewhere where I want to photograph something and I've realized I've left an SD card or a <laughs> card at home. And you only do that once, never again. <laughs> I will tell you, this happened to us on, I think it was our last cruise. Brian had brought, or maybe it wasn't, it was the cruise before our last one. Brian had brought, I think, his, like the 360 camera yeah. and forgot the SD card. We ended up borrowing one from another cruiser, but then I was able to even find one in the gift shop on board. But that's, you got to be lucky. And, and the gift shop doesn't open until after you're out away from port. So then of course you've missed if you wanted to take any, you know, footage at sail away or what. Exactly that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we've all done it. I'm sure any listeners that have, you know, like to take photographs and bits and pieces have been there and done that. So it's, uh, yes. yeah, it's such an easy thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Now, how much time do you spend on ships? Meaning how many, and when I say ships, I don't mean commercial, let's talk cruise line ships. You know, how often do you get to cruise yourself with your family, that sort of thing? So I'd certainly say not as much as I'd like, because of course, having a young family and work and everything and the day-to-day things of life do get in the way. But at least once or twice a year, I try try and do something. Last year, I only got away once with MSC. But this year, I've done a couple. I've actually done three this year. So I've been quite lucky this year. So, but yeah, normally two, yeah, normally two or three that I can do. Sometimes because I do stuff obviously for the blog and whatever, it might be a press trip. So I'm invited away. So I'm quite happy, you know, if I'm there on my own kind of doing things because then I, I can don't worry about timings and whatever. I can just go get all the footage and, and if I had a step counter for the amount of steps that I do when I'm on board a ship, I must be literally be into the thousands because I'm always <laughs> oh, yeah. off trying to get different shops, you know, whether it's in the morning and in the evening or whatever. But we obviously the, the dream which I'm going to talk about was me and my son. So, which is good. And obviously I did magic a couple of years ago with my sister. Right. So, and we've done a couple of family cruises as well. So we'd love to do it more, but like everything, you know, Life we can't always give our passions all the time we want, can we? <laughs> no, absolutely. Let's talk about what what lines that you have sailed on, because I think this is helpful for you know the American cruising community to understand what sort of is available to you over in the UK. I feel like you guys have way more number of lines than we have over here in the states. I think we do, and I thirty think it. I certainly think it's increasing as well. So first of a cruise I did was with Royal Caribbean. We did the harmony of the seas on her inaugural to north europe and back so that was a family cruise then after that we've done a couple of ones on pno so pno cruise is obviously big in the uk now i've done so the ships i've done i've done ventura and i've done the now sort of sold a couple of years ago but did oriano as well with pno i've done a couple of norwegian cruise lines again they were press trips when the breakaway class normally what happens is those ships are built in germany and they'll do a, a press trip and a sail over to the UK. So I've done a couple with NCL for that. A couple with MSC. MSC are very big in the UK now over the last two years. Uh, they've certainly increased their presence 
and a lot of their new ships, you know, they've got a good couple of new ships, Virtuoso, right. which has been home ported in the UK and in Southampton now for the last couple of years. I've done a couple of short ones kind of overnight with Fred Olsen, which was different, nice little small cruise ships as well. Hertogruten, so although it wasn't an expedition cruise, it was an around, it was around the UK cruise, oh, cool. which was literally just before the lockdown when we were on when we were on board that. So it was early February 2019, and of course we were on board and we were hearing about all the things that's happening. And literally we got off the ship, and a couple of days later, kind of the pandemic hit. So I was very lucky because then they got cancelled after that. So mm. oh, you mean 2020 then? That. So actually, that would have been 2020. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, so MSC. So that's it so far. And obviously, then I've gone a couple with Disney as well. So, yeah. So obviously, you know, you got to sail on the dream this summer when she came over for her first, as I mentioned, first time to Europe since she had been built. What cruise did you book and why did you land on that particular itinerary? Yeah. So I've always, I've always, because, because I like ships, I've always liked the Disney ships. And um, before we had the Disney magic, but she used to call in at Dover. And at the time there weren't any cruises that were kind of based out of the UK. It would be a port stop. And obviously with the young family, you know, however nice it would be to fly over to the States and do a Disney cruise, obviously in, you know, cost terms, you know, you know, there are the higher cost kind of perspective. So I haven't done magic a couple of years ago. I then heard that Dream was coming over to do a couple of cruises in the UK. So straight away, I was eager to book. So I booked, there's a couple of cruises you could choose from. There was a three night from Southampton down to La Rochelle, or there are a couple of four night cruises down to Bilbao. So that's what I booked. I booked on the first of those. Okay. And I think I booked literally within a couple of days and then being announced, you know, and going <laughs> on sale. So a bit like I did with Magic, you know, as soon as I saw yeah. them they were on, I thought, well, I don't know when I'm going to be able to, you know, have a chance to cruise on Disney from the UK. So I booked right. it more or less straight away. Yeah. And the UK cruise, I remember when we talked to you last, the UK cruise that you did on the Magic was one of those staycation cruises. Am I right? Am I remembering that correctly? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you are correct. That's right. So that was a three night cruise and it was literally a staycation cruise. It was a cruise to nowhere. We just went out in the channel and sort of cruise up and down and literally just followed the sun. That was the whole itinerary was wherever the sun is, we'll try and find <laughs> it. That's what the captain kept saying every day. And he did a good job. So there was some, so that was good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it was summertime, right? Or it was, it was yes. Yeah. Or in yeah, early September, August. I think. Yeah. 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 Nice. Very nice. Well, you said you sailed this time on the dream with your son. How old is your son? Yeah. So my son's nine. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So the original plan was it was going to be me, my sister and my son, but unfortunately due to unforeseen circumstances, kind of last minute, unfortunately my sister had to drop out, which is a shame, but we were determined that uh, it was just going to be a boy's, a boy's day, you know, boy's trip away. So, so yeah, he's nine and well, yeah, absolutely loved it. It's the perfect age. People always ask us, like, what's the what's the perfect age for a Disney cruise? And this is obviously dependent upon the kid, but I feel like anywhere from like six to ten is kind of that sweet spot of where they're gonna they're gonna remember the cruise. They are gonna be into the the characters, the movies, the interactiveness. Like they you know they might actually enjoy even the shows because the shows aren't three hours long like a Broadway or West End show are. Yeah. yeah. Um, So all of the it's really the activities are more catered towards that age as opposed to the really young. I mean, really young kids can enjoy it, of course, as well, depending upon if they like, you know, the characters, the princesses or superheroes, whatever. But I still think that sweet spot is that elementary school age 
child is is kind of the perfect yeah yeah oh yeah i completely agree yeah absolutely perfect age to it so yeah and it, and it showed and you know how much he enjoyed it and and everything you know i mean when we got on board we gave, we went to get obviously checked out the kids clubs so we signed him up said right if you want to at any time at all you can go in and you can spend time there but literally we just spent the whole four days together running around the ship doing bits and pieces and so yeah but it was absolutely yeah it's, it's a good age i mean i think at any any age is good but I do agree with you. There's a sweet spot, certainly for children. And that was, you know, that is it for sure. Awesome. Well, what did you guys choose as far as stateroom went? So we went for deluxe veranda. So last last time when we cruised, we we chose an ocean view, but we, we were lucky to get upgraded, as you may remember. But this time we booked a deluxe veranda. So, and that was, that was good. Although to be fair, there was not much time we spent in there because of course we're out exploring the ship. But there, <laughs> it was quite nice in the morning. We were lucky with the weather, so it was quite nice in the morning or in the evening, you know, they sat on the veranda and enjoy it. But yeah, that's what we went for this time. So we thought we'd try and make use of it going down to Spain, you know, try and, you know, get some use out of it, which, you know, which we did. Perfect. Yeah. We always tell people, you know, whatever room you can get and you can afford is going to be fine because you are going to spend so much time outside of your room. But, you know, people do love those verandas, especially if you've got good weather. It's beautiful to sit outside with a cup of coffee in the morning. I mean, I don't know. Uh, Yeah, no, exactly did that. That's right. Yeah, we did that. Yeah, we did that when we arrived in Bilbao. We were up early for a while. I certainly was up early and we were just sat for a good couple of hours, just sat as we came into Bilbao. And they're waiting to go down for breakfast. So yeah, that was perfect. That's when it came into its into its own. But yeah, we I mean we would have been happy with an ocean view as well. As you say, it's it's the time on the ship. You know, you're not necessarily going to spend so much time in the in the cabin at all. Yeah. Now, did you did you just have one port of call, or did you have multiple ports of call on this? It was a short itinerary. Yeah, it was just one port of call. So basically, obviously, we sailed. And then there was a day at sea. Then there was a day in port another day at sea, and then back to Southampton. Yeah. Nice. So what did you all get up to in Bilbao, Spain? Did you any, did you book a Disney shore excursion or did you decide to kind of venture out on your own? Yeah, literally we didn't. I'm, I'm not really one for shore excursions as such. Everything I've done, I'll always like to, and I kind of like to look, see what's there and, you know, kind of do my own thing. You know, it's always, and it was interesting to see because I was on a Facebook group beforehand Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of talk and discussion before about whether because the port that you actually go into is probably about half an hour away from the town centre of Bilbao. And beforehand, there wasn't any mention whether there'd be kind of free shuttle buses or anything. Ah. And there was a lot of talk on the Facebook group and from my research that I've done that obviously normally it is something that is arranged and it was like arranged on the Lerachal cruises beforehand. But I thought we'd kind of play it by ear. Um, and we got there the night before. Disney, they did announce that there'd be free shuttle buses. So we made, yeah, which was good. So we made use of that, got on very early, headed into the town. First thing I wanted to do, they got the Guggenheim Museum there, Surfboard. So we went there, we spent about an hour there. And then just a walk around the town, a little bit of shopping, a little bit of sightseeing and just, just kind of chilled out, sat down few ice cream shall we say for uh, for it has got to be done i mean it was very hot there as well i think when we were there it was I think, a good 32 so it was a nice yeah it was nice and day. hot it was a nice and warm day yeah so it was just a nice town you know a city to look around the guggenheim was good 
that was interesting and it's kind of interactive as well so mm-hmm. you know the stuff that's good for children you know they can go into sort of areas where they can sort of actually touch the art and it's moving yeah. art and yeah so which is good so it's not just like a an art gallery where you just they're, they're looking at paintings so i've kind of <laughs> researched that and thought that would be an interesting thing to do and then after that yeah we just little wander around the town had something to eat and then we headed back we got back to the ship about half two three o'clock in the afternoon and then from there, just hit the pools, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, nice. Well, if it's a warm day, right, that's the best yeah, thing to do. It was, it and was there's perfect. probably still people out at at the port. And so it's a, a much quieter on the pool yes. deck. Yes, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. Oh, yeah, fantastic. it definitely was. Now, did you notice with regard to the passengers on board, could you tell were they mostly Americans? Were they mostly folks from the UK? Did you have a lot of folks from mainland Europe? What What is the makeup of the folks on the ship? Yeah, I would say predominantly from the UK. I mean, I'm trying to think. So we, so I'm trying to remember what her capacity is. So she's only about 100 less than full capacity. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say they were predominantly British. Yeah, I think, yeah, a couple of Americans, but I'm going to say, yeah, mostly British. And from the Facebook group, you know, Facebook groups before, I could see there were a lot of British that were, you know, on the groups talking about it. So, yeah, yeah. which is a bit like the Magic Staycation Cruise as well. Right. I think those you had to be like a UK citizen even yes. to do. Yeah, actually you did. Yeah, because, of course, yeah. that was still just after the, you know, just right. after It was the, the reopening. Yes. It was sort yeah. of the beginning of the reopening for even Disney Cruise Line at that yes. point. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. So certainly on this one, as I say, she was nearly full capacity. But yeah, yeah I'd say maybe 90, 95% from what I could see British. Yeah. Well, now, you you know, you did your cruise on the Magic during the staycations. And I would say, generally speaking, the operations were, were very different different than they are today because they still had so many things restricted and you know there were a lot of things that weren't at sort of well full capacity of course on the ship was was not there yet and and some of the activities were limited and the offerings were certainly more limited and during that sort of reopen time as they are today but i'm curious to kind of talk and do a little compare and contrast about you know disney cruise line based on your experience on the dream as a opposed to some of the other cruise lines that are either UK or European cruise lines mm, yeah. and on. Because I do think there's some differences and you obviously have a lot of experience cruising over in Europe and cruising out of the UK that we certainly do not have, although I, we have sailed once out of Dover. But you did, yeah, because that was shortly that was shortly after I think we spoke last time. When I remember you talking about the magic then, yes, that's it. Yes, it was a, that was a fantastic cruise, but it was yes. to Norway. We didn't spend uh, we spent time in London, and then we sailed out of Dover. And then sailed out of Dover. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was about it. So <laughs> not too much. And we were, you know, sad we did not get to sail out of Southampton because we had both been to Dover before. But we had, neither of us had ever been to Southampton. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, that would have been good. Yeah. Yeah. Would have been good. We would have gotten to maybe meet you in person. Oh as well, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, we definitely arrange that. Yeah. That's yeah. The next time. Next time. Next time. <laughs> absolutely. But yeah, so let's talk sort of the some of the differences. I, I'm wondering starting with sort of what's included and what's not included. And obviously, we're going to talk in sort of general terms, and there are variations when, you know, even between the different cruise lines. But what would you say as far as, you know, what are some things that are either included or not included on Disney that are really different from a lot of the other cruise lines you've been on? Okay, I wouldn't say the two necessarily two different. Obviously, there's things like drinks packages, which you can get, which you can get on, you know, some other cruise lines as well. And depending on what, you know, whether it's soft drink package, you know, alcoholic drink package, and it's the same obviously with Disney. I think 
I think the main the main difference is the rotational dining, which I think is mm-hmm. I I do really like that, and it's it's nice, and obviously where the servers follow you around as well. So I think that's probably the main difference. Certainly, the service is I, I would say you know the best I've seen. Most definitely, yeah. I think the service wow. and and you know the, you know compared to other cruise, other cruise lines are, are there and they're coming up. You know, Princess are very good and NCL are good, but I think Disney still just has it, just tips it. You know, and probably that might be you know where your servers are following you, so they you know they know you know they know you. They sort of you know converse with you a little bit more. So I think that yeah. kind of you know just tops you know some of the other cruise lines. I would say. With yeah, with things that are included, I'd say I'd say they're very similar. Obviously, they you have obviously extra restaurants you can go to, which you can pay a fee for, which a lot of the cruise lines do now. So we didn't do, although we went and just had a look, we didn't do the Paolo or Wemmy at all. We just stuck to you know the meals and obviously the cabanas and whatever, just right. for just for ease, really. Do you know what I mean? I don't think you know how nice that would have been in. Yeah, your son wouldn't have been able to go. You would have been eating by yourself because those yes. are adults. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's one difference, right? On a lot of the other cruise lines, the the optional restaurants that you do pay an upcharge for are often all ages, and Disney only has the the two adult only. Those two for the adult. Yeah, that's right. So that yeah, so that is one difference. So, but yeah, I think it's the service which really does stand out for me, which you know was just as good as as the magic. I mean, the ship was a lot busier. And you could see that for you know obvious reasons from the from the Magic Cruise, but yeah. it was certainly yeah. I think the service is 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 still there. Yeah, yeah good. I like it. Yeah. So let's talk about entertainment because obviously we know Disney has their Broadway style shows. I wonder, did you all get to go to any of the the shows in the Walt Disney Theater, and and what did you think of them in comparison to you know similar or stage shows on other cruises that you've been on? Yeah. So, so yeah, we did. So the, we went to the show on the fir- on on the uh, um, on the first day and on the last night. And the first time, originally, the son thought it, he just thought we were going to cinema. He didn't realise it's going to be a stage show. So of course, you walk in. He kind of thinks, and then obviously, then oh, the characters yeah. come on, and it was. Kind of, I'm trying to think the name of it, but I think it's like the Disney Oscars. Oh yes, it's uh, the Golden Mickey's. The yes. Golden Mickey's. That's right. Yeah, that's it. So then obviously the characters come on and it was, he, he, he's literally, he was kind of just sat there watching eyes wide open, mouth cock, <laughs> just like, wow, dad, then halfway through it was like, oh, dad, I didn't realize it was going to be like this. That was brilliant. So, you know, and everything, you know, the pyrotechnics and the things that go on. So the shows were brilliant. Again, some of the best shows I've seen at, at sea. I think Princess, I've seen some shows of Princess, which are very good. NCL. Their shows are good. Well, I did the NCL shows and a couple of the MSC ones, which are kind of like the kind of like the acrobatic ones. Ah, yeah, yeah, because they had like a Cirque du Soleil kind of. Yeah, exactly yeah. that. That's right. And now they've got kind of their own versions. So it, very good. Yeah, I mean, very well up there, and certainly Broadway kind of, you know, that kind of feel and that kind of style and you know that kind of kind of quality. I would say, yeah, yeah. And yeah, you can just tell that everybody's there enjoying it, and because they're not too long as well. You know, they time it. I mean, Disney do things very well. They know, you know, they know their market. They know who they're entertaining and (laughs) they just enough time to keep everyone entertained, especially the children. And then that's it. It's, it ends and, and that's it. You're on to the next thing. So that was good. Yeah. Yeah. I love that about Disney because, you know, my, 
my kid can't sit through. I mean, he has a hard time sitting through even an hour long show. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. no, there's just no way he can sit through a, a two or two and a half hour Broadway show. I'd say exactly the same. Yeah, Ayrton's <laughs> exactly the same. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk a little bit about characters. Obviously, you know, Disney has characters that you can meet aboard its, you know, ships. Have you been on other cruise lines that have anything comparable? I, I think. I think, is it Royal? Somebody has like some of the, maybe the SpongeBob characters. I can't remember, but have, have you experienced any other cruise line that does have? Yes, yeah, so I do. So MSC have their, and I'm trying to remember the name now, but MSC have their character that's on there, kind of like the blue, it's kind of like their logo, you know, kind of like the blue, and I'm trying to think of the name. I'm oh, thinking okay. of the name. But they have their character, which you often see kind of popping around. But really that's the, you know, there's nothing else on kind of P&O or, or anything like that. As such, so it's yeah. So the characters, the characters are good, but we did notice on this one, uh, the, the queues were were long, oh, long. Yeah. They were long, so we didn't kind of we didn't. A couple of times we bumped into a character just as something going along the prom deck, and literally a door opens, and yes, yeah. You know, my son's favourite is Goofy, so Goofy would come around the corner, or you <laughs> just see him disappearing into a back room and get a, you know, get a get a wave and something from him. Yeah. So that's good. So that's always a surprise, you know, when you suddenly do see a character. Um, yeah. so, oh, look, you know, look over there. Who's that? It's Mickey Mouse or that and whatever. But yeah, the queues were very long. Obviously, we did, we did stand sometimes in the, in the atrium and watch mm-hmm. them when they're doing that, you know, kind of the shows, you know, on the last night and everything. But we didn't kind of wait to do any of the meets because the queues were, and we did hear that some of the queues were at least an hour long. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me because you've got a shorter cruise out of the UK. You've got the uh, mostly UK cruisers, so a lot of first-time cruisers yeah. or maybe maybe second-time cruisers at the most. You know, not people who've been on the ships a million times and have a million pictures already with Mickey on board, especially in their special outfits for the 25th anniversary and yeah, pirate night right. outfits yes, and all yeah. of these. <laughs> there are people who want Mickey in every single one of his outfits. So they'll wait in every single one of those lines. Yes, I'm sure. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Are you one of those, Bernie? <laughs> I will say I did wait in line recently quite a long period of time for a picture with Chip and Dale because okay, I really yeah. wanted a particular ah, outfit I think I remember seeing that on social media. I do remember <laughs> reading that somewhere and commenting. Yes. I did see that. Yeah. Yes. So I did wait a long time for that picture, but I don't typically wait, you know, I'll wait 15 minutes, yeah. but I don't, yeah. I don't want to wait an hour for a character. Yeah. Um, that yeah. to me, it's like being at the parks. It's like, it, that's what yeah. you want. Yeah. <laughs> You wait in line an hour to see Mickey at Walt Disney World, and I don't, I don't need that picture. You that don't hour. need that. No, no, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, and you're right because it's because it's a shorter cruise, and obviously it's quite full. You know, and there's people not maybe cruised at Disney before or not so many times. They're going to be busy, and it's going to be long. So yeah, so that that was understandable. So we didn't, but yeah, seeing the characters is always is always fun. Yeah, it's always a surprise where they will pop up. So that's yeah, that adds to it. Well, I'd love to talk onboard ship amenities. Because I do think this is an area where Disney maybe is lower on the on the scale than some of the other cruise lines as far as, you know, sort of physical things to do. Right. Disney has their pool deck and you've got the one, the aqua duck on the dream. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you've got the smaller yellow Mickey slide as well. And sort of That's in that right. sort of kids yeah. area. 
but we don't have things like go-karts and climbing walls and escape rooms and, you know, some of the other things that you see on these other cruise lines. I'm curious how you think Disney compares as far as the onboard amenities to these other cruise lines. I think because they're smaller ships as well, if Disney were to start doing too many of these, it would it would it would take away from the Disney ships and wouldn't kind of work. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously with adventure coming along, it would be interesting to see, you know, what the Imagineers do with that. Oh yeah. Um, That's and how crazy. that will compare to, you know, kind of you know, obviously the treasure and the wish and the normal size. I mean the aqueduct, so we wanted to do the aqueduct, but we 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 tried doing it one day and then we got to the top. And my son was there, like, no, can't do it too high. And unfortunately, you needed two to go down because you like to sit in a rubber oh, dinghy. And it was yeah. quite windy, so you could only go down as two. So <sighs> we didn't manage to do it, which was a shame, but it's one of those things. But you did go on the Mickey side a few times and like that. But for him, I mean, for him, the pool was was brilliant. He absolutely oh, loved the pools. And actually, it's not often that you can go on a Disney ship and at one point have the pool to yourself. So on the last yes. on the last night, because we were late dining, we went doing bits and pieces out the day. And we, we went down the cabin and we thought, oh, most people have gone down to a show. We didn't go and see this, this show this time. We thought, oh, we'll just go on deck to see what the pools are like. Anyway, so we walk up there. Literally, the deck was yes. empty. Just the lifeguard there. So like his eyes were, I'm getting in that pool again. So he shot downstairs. So I've got a photograph of him on the Disney dream in the pool on his own, which I don't oh, think too many. I love that. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. So he loved the pool. So amenity-wise for us, and because it was a shorter cruise as well, whether or not a longer cruise, you might think there was a lack of amenities. But then depending on if you've got port stops and right. so on, yeah, like if you're on a Caribbean cruise, there might be one sea day, so you can use all the amenities. Then you're in port and might be a couple of days in port. So yep. I think with what Disney do, I don't think it detracts. You know, what Royal Caribbean do works for them. Right. And it you know, it makes Disney different. One thing we did do and we really enjoyed, and it was actually one of the most enjoyable things that Ayrton did, was the midship detective agency. So we did a oh, couple of those. Yes. And absolutely loved it. And it's brilliant. Oh, and literally it gets you going around the whole ship you know you start off got lots of steps yeah you talked about the yes, steps that you get when yes. you're filming this ship but that's how i get my steps in on a disney cruise if i'm on the dream and the fantasy i'm doing the yes, midship detective doing the agency midship, yes. if i'm on the wish i'm doing it's now the the uncharted adventure is the game on the on the wish that's right yes i've seen that yeah the magic yeah. and the wonder don't have one so then that's i have it. to go around handing out magnets and just pixie dusting people <laughs> to get pixie my steps dusty. in. <laughs> yes, that's right. yeah. yeah. I love that you guys did the midship detective agency because I think that's one of the best things about the dream and the fantasy. And I, I actually wish that they had put that on the wish instead of doing the new Uncharted adventure. It, it, it's very good in a lot of ways, but yeah. I really enjoy the midship detective. Yeah, it is. Good. Which yeah. storyline did you do? So we did the paint. So I'm trying to think. We did the painting of a gone missing. So I think mm-hmm. it was Cruella de Vil and whatever. You know, they've stolen these these missing paintings and whatever. Right. So we did. Yeah. So we did that, and that was good. And literally, it gets you from well one end of the ship from the top to the bottom, and then it's good because you know you then bump into the same people that are doing it, but they might be doing a different story. And so that really works. Really. And that gets you then sort of chatting and you know, obviously you meet all the people on board. So that's, that's good. That's a laugh. Yeah. 
Awesome. I love yeah, that. Yeah. That is good. I'm going to tell you next time you're on, because the dream is coming back to Europe. So if you get yes, on. Yes, she is. Yes. Yeah. If you get on again, I'm going to recommend doing the Muppets one because it's even longer than the others. Now, some, now we didn't do the Muppets. That, that was the one of the one. And the Muppets one, someone, now I'm trying to think. There's something different with the Muppets one. I yes, can't remember whether you're seeing things. a character or something. Something happens, isn't it? There's a, there's a door. There's Pepe's door. Yes, and there's. It. And there's a show board thing. And so there's two things that are not, that are sort of stationary objects that play into the solving the mystery, right? So that's it. Yes. Yeah. So it, so it, it, it takes a little bit longer because you have a couple of extra things that you're doing. Yeah. It's, it's probably, it's the more, if I was going to tell somebody with a younger kid to do it, I would tell them to do either the, the paintings or the puppies. Yeah. Um, yeah because those are the more sort of straightforward, simpler storylines. And then the Muppets one is a little bit more complex, but it takes a little longer. And it I love takes it. a little longer. I mean, yeah, they're all right. fantastic. Yeah. I will yeah. do. It's, it's really good how they do yeah. that. Yeah. Because you wouldn't even realize, you know, you're walking through, you know, up and down the stairway and you wouldn't even realize that the, the pictures there are moving are for something. And then you yeah. realize, you know, the metal disc and the, ah, oh, that's why that's there. You just see, <laughs> you know, you first get on there and you see these people standing in front of the picture just with this card up thinking, what on earth are they doing? Yeah. But it's, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. So no, we really enjoy that. And Ayrton absolutely loved that. So that was, oh, I love that. That was good. So, so yeah, amenities. I mean, obviously they've got the, they've got the little sports decks, you know, so they've got obviously mm-hmm. the basketball court and obviously we love doing the, we love doing the, the crazy golf. Which oh, is yes. fun because coming back, it was so windy. Literally, you're just chasing the golf ball around the deck most <laughs> of the time. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This the idea of doing a putt putt or miniature golf—that's yeah, what yeah. we call it in the states. Yeah, you know, at sea it is a little. It's a little crazy. It's a it little is. Crazy. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> like seeing golf balls just come flying past you. So, yeah. So we didn't. So we didn't. We didn't feel there was any time where we were kind of. Oh, what should we do now kind of thing you know because right. there were a couple of times where we might just sit down we get an ice cream get something we'll just watch the world go by you know watch everybody in the pool or or then go in the pool or the hot tub so yeah amenity wide i think disney i think they do it i think they do it well obviously you know there's there's you know royal cabins are nice and interesting but there could be and it'd be interesting to see with icon whether it's just mm-hmm. too much yeah, you know where there's too many people and too much. So I think I think amenity wise, yeah, Disney are Disney are good. Yeah, so the only regret I had was I would have liked to do the aqueduct, but maybe that's yeah. for next time. <laughs> yes, yes, that's a good point you bring up about the aqueduct. The the same thing happens with the Aqua Mouse as the aqueduct. In in higher winds, they do yes. require two people. When when they're you're at port and the winds are not high, you can often go down just one person, even though it's a double raft. But they'll still yes. let you go down one person. But if the winds mm. are high, then they need that extra weight. They do, kind of yeah, because there's like a part where there's it's like kind of open to the element. So right, you, know, you don't want to fly out. Flying out, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> it's like parasailing at sea. It, it would be. That's right. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you go over the pool deck, you're fine. If you go the other way, there's problems. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, terrifying. <laughs> that's right. Yeah.
Hey, DCL Duo fans, you know, we get the question all the time, should I use a travel agent to book my next Disney cruise or should I just book with Disney directly? And I'm going to tell you, if you have that question in the back of your mind right now, you should stop what you're doing and head over to mypathunwinding.com slash DCL Duo. The folks over at My Path Unwinding provide an amazing service. They are so knowledgeable and so friendly. We rely on them ourselves to book our family vacations and they provide an amazing service. And the best part is you don't pay anything extra for it. Disney, other tour providers, and other cruise lines have built the cost of their commission into their pricing. So if you're booking directly, you are just paying that money back to the provider when you could be spending it on the kind of service you would get from My Path Unwinding Travel. You've heard from their agents on our show. They are so knowledgeable, so giving of their time. They know so much about Disney Cruise Line, Sailing Concierge, other cruise lines, other all-inclusive vacations and adventures by Disney that if you have a vacation in mind, they are the ones to book it for you. So again, head over to mypathunwinding.com slash L Duo, so they know we sent you their way. Thanks, My Path Unwinding, for sponsoring the show. And with that, back to our episode. So did you all get up to any of the any of the game shows on board? Because that's one thing, of course, that happens. There's lots of these sort of family game shows happening. There's also bingo happening during the day. Did you engage in any of those? Yeah, we did. So we did we did the family bingo. Oh, nice. Uh, which is good. I mean, we didn't win, unfortunately, which my son was <laughs> most disappointed about. It we, was, but we did the family bingo, and then we did one of the trivia. We did one of the Marvel trivias, and we did Disney trivia as well. Oh, and nice. We weren't so good at the Disney trivia, I've got to say. Marvel, we weren't too bad, but Disney, we weren't so good. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but half the fun is just being there, and just it, it's the taking part, and it's just it's nice and something different. So yeah, yeah, so we did that, and that's I like that as well. That's good because again, it gets you. You know, you see, you get chatting to people, you know, right. especially, you know, I mean, you guys must know, you know, we've got kids as well. Yep. You, you, you know, you just, they go off playing, they find a friend and they start and you just, you start chatting from there. So, yeah. and those kind of things are a good way of, you know, to waking the ice kind of thing. So, yeah, we didn't do that. So we didn't, yeah, we didn't enjoy that. That was good. Oh, awesome. I love that. All right. Well, we have to talk about food because that's like my favorite thing to talk about when talking about cruising in general. Yes, yeah, of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Disney, you know, they do food. You mentioned rotational dining. They do dining differently than other cruise lines. They don't have a buffet available 24 seven, like a yeah. lot of these other cruise lines have. They don't have a buffet any longer available for dinner even now it's only you know the dining room or you can, there's some pool deck food available as and room services available if you do, don't want to go to the dining room yeah but i'm i'm curious what you think about that sort of the the practice that they have as far as not having a buffet open all the time and not having that available for dinner compared to the other cruise lines and then we'll talk about food quality yeah as well. yeah so i think i mean we didn't have an issue with that i mean obviously you've got the pool side we did use a little bit when we sat by the pool because that's quite good and we were late we were late dining as well anyway so you know by the time you go running around the ship and whatever you know by six o'clock you're getting hungry naturally anyway so we'd go up and maybe get a hot dog or burger from yeah. there or a slice of pizza and whatever so so that's good cabanas i mean cabanas was good we use it obviously in the morning mainly for breakfast and a couple of times during the day so that's good don't really see an issue it not that it not being open for you know kind of you know late into the evenings because again the pool side seems to be open to you know kind of even after the late dining you know that was right. open to it seemed to be i'm trying to think what yeah pizza's usually open till 11 or 12 yeah it was quite it was quite late so that kind of makes up for you know maybe having a, a whole buffet so that wasn't, yeah, wasn't an issue to all. And as I mentioned before, I do like the rotational d- dining and, and their restaurants as well. are just, I mean, they're just so good for the kids as well. Just 
you know, just the difference, obviously. Animator's palette was good. Different to, no, I didn't realize, I didn't, I, I didn't realize it was different to the magic because obviously oh, the magic, yes. yeah, yes. you go on and obviously draw your character. Whereas on the dream, you get the character comes around on the screen. So, and that right. was good, but that was brilliant because Ayrton loved that because they come right up to the screen yes. and they start chatting to, you know, they, it's amazing how they know and how they do it, but they start, oh, oh yeah, in the blue t-shirt, what's your name? And, right. and everybody's that's there cool. watching yeah, as well. Crush. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that was really good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So I think, yeah, yeah they, I think do they do both. Well. They do animation magic, the drawing on the longer right. cruises when right. you're going to okay. go there twice. They only, but they only do the turtle talk on the shorter cruise on the shorter where, one where yeah. you're only going to get to go to uh, well you might go to animators animators palette twice but it's going to be pirate night if you go there your yes. second time yeah yes so. yeah yeah nice. which actually talking about this talking about one of the things i did so they did do they did have the fireworks and they did have pirate night oh nice so we did debate this before we went and we did, so we thought, well, we had to do it. So we did, we ordered our costumes and we dressed <laughs> up as pirates. So that's it. So, although I haven't, because it's been so hectic since I've been back, I haven't posted those yet, but there will be some pictures oh, of two I pirates. And I mean, pirate night was brilliant and the fireworks are good as well so that yeah. was yeah that was a really really enjoyable night and that was oh yeah, i'm glad you good. got that because i know that in over in europe they don't always do pirate night it depends on the locations of where yes. they are at sea and whether or not they're allowed to do fireworks at sea and and then i know on certain cruises in in europe they've previously done the frozen deck party and now they've introduced a new deck party called i think color the color something that i've heard is not as good as more of a dance yeah that, yeah that's right i've read that that's right yeah so i think we yeah. were lucky if i remember i think i remember reading that they didn't do they didn't do the fireworks i think on the lower shower cruise because i think the wind was too the weather was a bit well oh, too high yeah yeah and of course bay of biscuit so i don't think they'll bay of biscuit i don't think they did their fireworks there but they we were lucky enough to see and the, and the pirate night was brilliant and the pirate show was good that right was, yeah literally really i mean if you don't get in, if you don't get involved in that well <laughs> yeah whether you're a big disney fan or not it's hard not to get involved in that so that was good yeah yeah did you get a feel um, did you get a feel for whether the folks on board were all just like diehard Disney fans or was this more of just like a casual, oh, the, you know, the Disney dream happens to be over here. You know, it's an opportunity we don't usually have. Let's just get on the ship and, and try it out. I'm going to say I would think the majority certainly seem to be diehard Disney fans from their Facebook group and all the conversations yeah. on there. And there was a WhatsApp group after that. And obviously everyone talking about pixie dusting and, and, and all that. So it's like, okay, that was, yeah, that's good. So you're <laughs> definitely, definitely diehard Disney fans. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Which, uh, yeah. So literally the WhatsApp group was, was just thing with people hiding ducks or pixie dusting yes. this and magnets going, disappearing from doors and being, oh, so that was, which seemed to now be a thing. So yeah, yeah so yeah. definitely diehard Disney fans, I'd say. Yeah. Nice. Now, did you did you bring magnets to decorate your door? I love that you went full on on the pirate night, but did you hide ducks, hang magnets? So we didn't do we didn't do ducks or pit or pixie dusting this time. Whether we, I'm debating whether we're going to go look at Dream next year. Being on it once, it's like mm, me being me. It's like oh, I just wish it was a different. If it was another ship, then I'd another be like ship. that's it straight. But do you know what I mean? <laughs> to tick to tick that one off. But so in two minds about that. But yeah, we did the mag. We put magnets on the door, which unfortunately some of them did go missing, but. It's oh. just one of those things, but yeah, yeah, we did it before, and I like that actually. It's 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 nice, and 
you know, some of the, you know, some of the doors you walk past, you know, it's just incredible. Just, you know, what people do, you know, especially being Star Wars fans as well, you know. Oh, yeah. Mandalorian magnets and Boba Fett and everything that's on the door. So some people you can tell really go to town. It's good. It's just another element, which again is different from what you get at, you know, on other cruise. And, you know, you don't get that. Yeah, I've not heard of any other cruise line where people decorate their doors with maybe the exception of if it's like Christmas time. I think sometimes people will do a little bit more to put up lights or something or a garland yes. or something. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And, I think, and I think depending on what some, some of the forms read, there might be the odd pineapple on some doors. But that, then that's a whole <laughs> nother story, apparently. Right. But, you know. <laughs> but yeah, Disney is the, only, is the only one where people go to town on decorating the, the doors, so oh, that, yeah. which is it's just good. It just, again, adds to the to the difference of it i think it really yeah yeah i've seen some pretty cool like these raised like a wooden millennium falcon hanging on a door the coolest thing with lights and everything oh yeah wow (laughs) (laughs) people need a whole suitcase just for the pixie dusting and the magnets and that i reckon now yeah they do it's crazy it's gotten a little a little overboard i (laughs) I love decorating our door but i tend to use flat magnets. I've just yes. bought a wooden magnet that I'm really excited about. It's got like the Mickey concierge keys and our family name and it says Disney nice. Cruise Line and it's oh. and it lights up. It's fantastic. But I can only take it if I'm going on a longer cruise because I can't fit it in a carry-on suitcase. <laughs> oh, <wait. laughs> okay. I will look forward to seeing a picture of that then on your next <laughs> on cruise then. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I'd love to hear what you thought about the food quality because you've got a lot of comparisons from all these other cruise lines And, you know, I do hear good things about the quality of food on Princess. I've heard mixed reviews about the quality of the food on Royal. I really don't know much about MSC and their food quality. I'm curious as to what you thought about the food quality and also the food choices, because obviously it's it's more American food. And so I, I wonder how that sort of lands on the UK palate. Yeah. So food's obviously important when you go on on a cruise and being vegan as well, it's obviously something that's kind of important because I I look, you know, you need to know that you can, you know, you're going to have choices. So when it comes to food, I mean, the quality is, I would say, very good. I I remember saying this before and I'm going to say it again. It might seem a weird thing, but when we did magic, there's just one thing. I I could sense the food could be warmer. And I know it might seem, it makes me a weird thing, but I did, it was exactly the same on magic. And oh, I was interested to see if it was, and it was the same on this one. It's just, yeah. I, I don't know, for me, it's just like the food could be warmer, whether however they serve it or whatever, you know, whatever they do. But mm-hmm. that's one thing. But certainly quality was, um, yeah, certainly quality was good. Mm-hmm. Choice, children and whatever. I mean, that's it. The, the, that's the easy. Is there. That's <laughs> Pizza, just easy. chicken Pizza, fingers, Yeah, burger. whatever. Exactly. <laughs> whatever that, that's right. Yeah. And but for, for vegan, it was it was a little bit difficult. I felt it was yeah. a bit more difficult this time. So on magic, I felt that the servers really, really kind of knew what needed. They knew the vegan and, you know, they had it all in, in advance kind of thing. You know, they come up to me mm-hmm. maybe the night before and say, right, tomorrow you're going to be here. Here's a whole vegan menu. This is what I got. Didn't get it this time. Oh, I felt it was a little bit more, it was a little bit more difficult with things mm. this time. And it kind of came to a head from the last, from the very last morning. Obviously, we had an animator's palette for the last, for breakfast. For the breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, obviously, you, you get the breakfast menu. And I asked what vegan menu there was, what vegan options. And literally, it was sautéed potatoes. And that was it. So, I literally, I literally had a plate of, like, sautéed potatoes. potatoes. 
and hash brown. Oh my god! Which so thought, not even like a tofu okay, scramble or something. No, like, that's, that's right. Whereas on Magic, I felt that you know I had the you know vegan Mickey waffles because I mentioned it, and it seemed a bit just seemed to be a little bit more difficult this time. Which mm. I'd say I was disappointed on that score. If there's anything to be disappointed on, it kind of the food was just an, it was a little bit more difficult choice wise. Yeah. There are certainly options on the menus and whatever. And then obviously went up poolside, obviously, which which I do remember from Magic. You've got obviously they do the Beyond Burger. Right. And it's it's signposted. Vegetarian, vegan, pizza, vegetarian pizza, everything. And it's signposted. So it's that's like kind of a go to. Right, gonna go up yeah. and get a Beyond Burger, vegan hot dog, that's good. But the restaurants this time I thought it just seemed a little bit more difficult. It wasn't very clear. Or even yeah. though that said there might be vegan options, when you looked at what was there, there, really there wasn't. So it, you had to. And I know you can kind of ask, oh, actually, well, I had this last night. Can you go and do this from this restaurant? But, you know, when you're on a table, and we weren't sat on our own, so we were with all the guests as well, you know, on the mm-hmm. table. So you don't want to be sat there waiting for yours while other guests are eating and they're kind of waiting. So I'd say that was the a little bit of a downside and a little bit not perhaps as good as how I found it on magic this time, which yeah, was, yeah, yeah which, which I did notice. That is disappointing. I know yeah. Disney is usually pretty good with dietary restrictions and allergies and whatnot, yes. but yeah. that there, nobody's perfect. Right. And exactly. I do exactly. think, I think also, I think there's just, to be perfectly honest, there's not a ton of American vegans. There are a ton of American vegetarians, mm, but there mm. aren't a ton of American vegans. And I do think that it's Disney's not catering as much to that audience, yeah. maybe because of that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that's, quite that's possibly. Bummer, yeah, that's yeah. right. And of course, because now they've just started like doing the UK based cruises, you know, this is kind of like the second season as such, you know, that might improve. And obviously, yeah. the feedback and that they get. But yeah, it might be exactly as you say, because there's not so many. American vegans, they're not yet up there with yeah, maybe yeah. some of the other lines. And the other lines are getting better. I mean, first time I cruised with MSC, that was difficult. Yeah. Last time with MSC, it was a lot better. Um, oh, I mean, with MSC, good. but again, but with MSC, there's, I'd go into the restaurant and sit at the same table every night, so although they don't do the rotational dining. Right. Sat at the same table, so you get the same servers, and they knew. And it was only on the second night when I mentioned someone said, Oh, would you like to see the vegan menu? And it was like, you have a whole vegan menu. You have a vegan menu. That's amazing. But where was this? And and I've kind of highlighted this. It's brilliant. That's really good. But when you walk into the restaurant, you menu, you get given a menu, You it's not there. So you wouldn't right. necessarily you know. Wouldn't You're know. just going to look to see what What's the, the vegan are. option on there, right? Like exactly. when you go to any any restaurant that is, you know, not a vegetarian or vegan restaurant, you're just going to look at the different items. Yeah, yeah exactly. And they're going to be highlighted. Oh, yeah. So, yes, yeah. yeah, so I think the lines are. I think the lines are, are improving, but it's it's still, there's still a lot of improvement. I think can be you know can be done for sure. So, you know, the the last sort of category I want to talk to you about, which I, I definitely know that you're an expert on, is sort of the the look of the ship the cleanliness of the ship, those kind of overall aesthetics of the ship. You've got so much experience photographing ships out of Southampton and being able to compare them. I'm curious what you think, you know, you've obviously, you you had a lot of experience photographing and then being on the magic and yeah. now you've got the dream and, you know, they are, they are different. Of course, the dream's quite a bit bigger than the magic and, you know, 
very similar lines though, it, you know, similar yes. in the, the shape of the ship and all of that. I, I'm curious what you think about the aesthetics of the Disney ships as compared to other ships that you have photographed or sailed on. And then of course the upkeep of those ships as well. Yeah. So certainly, and it goes back for, you know, it goes back to, you know, wanting to go on a Disney cruise straight away. Cause I think they're still some of the most, the best looking cruise ships, I think. And I'm, you know, and this is, and I'm, you know, one of my handles is maritime geek and it's because I like ships and that's what I'm interested <laughs> in that. But the Disney cruise ships, to me, they go park back to kind of, you know, lines like the, you know, ships like the Normandy, the right. QE2, that's the kind of feel they look. Yes, they're modern cruise ships, but they look like a classic liner. And I don't think, I don't think anybody does funnels like Disney funnel. That, yes. that, <laughs> those Disney funnels are just, I mean, the amount of photographs I got on this of just the Disney funnel is just <laughs> incredible. So I think, yeah, you know, what they do, and that's why also it would be so interesting, obviously with Wish and Treasure, they've kept that kind of lane there. They're modern yeah. ships but they've kept that aesthetic look. You know, you could see the silhouette of the ship and you know it's a Disney ship. Absolutely. Really interested to see what, you know, what happens with adventure and what they do with that because I've, I kind of, I've looked at kind of... I'm very the, sad about that. Oh, well, I've looked at kind of some of the renderings. I'm kind of like, oh, dear, it, it doesn't... I just hope the renderings are nothing like the ship's going to look like because I it's... You know. Oh, Andrew, I'm with you. It doesn't look like a Disney ship to me, right? No. And it just looks like this monstrosity that they then put some Disney funnels on top of. Yes, that's right. Ugh. Yeah, and I hope they're going to do you know a lot more. To it. And look, Disney do what they do, so they probably will be fine. But the renderings, I'm like, oh dear. Ugh. I mean, it's not to say I wouldn't like to see it and even step on board. But as ships go, that you know, there's, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Disney ships, and I loved I loved Magic, but. I, I think Dream is probably one of the ni nicest ships of, of being on. In terms of cleanliness, absolutely, absolutely faultless. You couldn't, it, there yeah. wasn't, you know, there wasn't any issue at all there. Constantly, you know, obviously you constantly see the crew doing a marvellous job on there. In terms of upkeep, you know, again, yeah, it's, yeah, no issues, no issues at all. That cabin was, cabin was clean, cabin was absolutely spotless. So, yeah, no, it was just, it was just basically kind of a bigger version of magic. I love magic and yeah. I loved, I loved the bigger ship. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's, I love yeah, it. I did, yeah, yeah, did enjoy it, did enjoy it. Getting around is easy. Some ships, some ships take a little while to find yourself. Oh, interesting. To get yeah. around and find, you know, get your bearings right. What deck is this on? But literally, you know, within well, half a day, we we knew, you know, and even Ayrton, we, and we didn't take, I think we took the lift once and that was only to use a glass lift literally all the time. We were running up and down oh, the stairwells. Yeah. So that's it with the other two, didn't yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But I think they're some of the best ships at sea. I think cruise ships oh. at sea for sure. Yeah. And I like the modern ships, but Disney do it well. And it's nice to see even with the newer ships, they're keeping that look. Even with the treasure, they keep that, which is interesting. It's a shame it got camped because obviously the, so we crew, well, we would set, we cruise on the 30th. And that mm -hmm. was originally the day when they were going to do the announcement for the uh, treasure, wouldn't it? So we were going to be oh, on yeah. board and I think they were going to do a thing on board, but obviously then that, that got right, cancelled. So that would have been interesting being sat on a Disney ship watching, <laughs> watching the new ones. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, you know, of course it was on then on that following Tuesday and it's still online if you want to, to see it. Oh yes. Yeah. And I've seen that. it. Yeah. That's right. It was yeah, a fun sorry. video. Yes, um, it was. Yeah. yeah. 
Although I, you know, there's obviously a lot of chatter in the community about it really being Wish 2.0. And, you know, some folks are disappointed that it's not more different than the Wish. Yes. And some folks are disappointed because they don't like the Wish. But, mm. you know, yeah, uh, we I really, have, yeah, I have seen we that. really enjoy it. Yeah. 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 I have seen that. Yeah. Some people didn't, didn't, yeah, didn't like the Wish. And I've heard a couple of times of people that have been on the Wish, they've kind of said, so the quality of the furnishings and the fittings is it just feels a little bit cheaper than, say, the dream or the magic. Do you know what I mean? It's just, yeah, and I've heard that from a couple of people. It's like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, I think just the in the staterooms, I don't think that's true across the whole ship, but in the stateroom, I have to agree. I do think that the the quality of sort of the shelving and the cabinetry is a little bit less nice. Right. And yeah. yeah, and it's also, there's just not enough it's not well designed as far as drawers and cabinets. It's there's just not enough storage in the staterooms, even for a three or four night sailing. Which really? Is what okay. Doing. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting to see whether, and I don't think it's going to improve on the treasure, which is disappointing because that's going to be doing the seven night sailings, and that's and it's going to make for just a lot less organization. One of the things I love about Disney Cruise Line and the furnishings is they're generally very thoughtful and there's a, you know, we like to unpack, like completely unpack everything okay, and yeah. put things in drawers and hang them in the closet and, and whatnot. And I'm not sure that that's going to be possible on the treasure with seven nights of stuff. Yeah, with the long, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's right. Yeah. And certainly the cat, and certainly our, our sort of, you know, cabin on the, on the stateroom in the dream, plenty of storage. Yes, there's only two yes. of us, but I kind of, you know, looking around, I did a bit of view and I could see even if you wear three. Oh yeah. Even four of you on there, there's plenty, you know, plenty of storage and whatever. So that oh that's interesting to to see that about the treasure, especially yeah, with the longer cruise that's doing it. Yeah. I, I storage on magic, um, where dream and fantasy are all fantastic. All of them fit really, really well organized. Well, Andrew, has there any anything else about your cruise on the dream that we that you wanted to highlight that I haven't asked you about? I, you know, obviously we've covered a lot of different topics and done some compare and contrast, but you know, I wasn't on the cruise with you. I don't know what were the, you know, the most amazing moments or even the worst moments, frankly, as well. I think those are sometimes <laughs> important. But any anything else that I haven't asked you about that you wanted to highlight about it? I think I certainly enjoyed it again and I certainly enjoyed it again. I'd cruise on the dream again. Obviously she's back doing similar itineraries next year. So debating whether to do to do that or then maybe try a different line next year. As I said, perhaps if it had been a different ship, it would have been right. That's it, booking straight away. But <laughs> but we will see. I think there's rumours that I think I've read on some of the forums and there's rumours that the following year might even be fantasy. There's some. I mean, it's a long way ahead, oh, but there yeah. might be. There's rumours that it might be fantasy. It might come over. So that would be interesting to see. It's good that Disney is still cruising out of the UK. Obviously, I think they. It's proven that it's popular. I think the bookings, you know, the, 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 the voyages sold out very quickly. In terms of, okay, in terms of the disappointment, I suppose the only thing, as I mentioned, would be like the food on the, on the final, you know, on the final morning. It was a little bit, oh, that's, that's a shame. But it yeah. was, you know, but it by no means ruined the cruise. There's always going to be highlights and lowlights. That would be the one thing. Highlights would be we just we just had a fantastic time. I've always wanted always wanted to take um, Ayrton away on a on a Disney cruise. I've done it, and he he loved it, and loved literally, that. and it was so nice because when we walked on there, when we actually walked on there, the two highlights I'd say were basically from Ayrton when we went to walk on there, and we we're going up the air bridge, and then he saw how big it was. <laughs> he just looked at it and he said, "Wow, it's just so big." 
<laughs> and then we're on literally as we were walking off, it's like, Dad, that was amazing. So, and that's his one word when you ask him, like, how is a Disney cruise? And it's like, amazing. And that's what you want. If they enjoy yeah. it, then you enjoy it. Do you know what I mean? Right. So then you were that okay would definitely be the highlight. Kind of money. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's that's the- it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, you know, that's one thing we talk about a lot is, you know, the cost of a Disney cruise is certainly a lot higher than other cruise lines. Yes. Um, even ones that are geared towards the same market, like Royal Caribbean yeah. you mentioned. Yeah. And so, it, yeah, it is hard to stomach, but there is a reason why Disney can charge what they charge. But there is a reason. Up. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, we've come to that point in the show, Andrew, where I'm going to subject you to some arbitrary questions, some arbitrary rules, and a dash of judgment, or the round we like to call rapid fire. <laughs> so okay, I, I think I'm ready. <laughs> all right. I'm going to ask you some of your Disney favorites and Disney Cruise Line favorites. So we're going to start off with who is your favorite Disney character? And when I say Disney, that means anything Disney owns right now. Uh, anything Disney. <laughs> well, then straight away, let's probably change from one of seven four. So it's Boba Fett from Star Wars, my favorite Star Wars character. So it, it, without a doubt, that's it. Favorite Disney Love character. It. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Your favorite Disney movie. Now, yeah, I think you asked me this before. And said, yes, we did. Oh, we did. You know, now I'm, we did ask you this before, but we're opening it up to give you more choices. So you can choose anything from the Star Wars universe now. Yeah, well, can choose anything from the Star Wars. Oh dear, I'm gonna. <laughs> well, I'm gonna say now. I'm gonna say Rogue One. I really like Rogue oh, One. So yeah, that's. I'm gonna that say too. that's. Yeah, that's. That's, that's my favorite there. Star Wars. It, not it my is, favorite Disney. It that's is mine as well. Wars. I've got to admit. Yeah, it is. So yeah, yeah Rogue One for sure. Yeah, love it. All right, favorite Disney song. So I'm going to, I'm going to, and I think I remember this. So Fantasia, is that the song oh. from, yeah, that, that's, yes. that's my favorite. Yeah. From that, that music oh. from Fantasia is, is my favorite. Yeah. Love that. All right. Your favorite Disney Cruise Line stage show. Now you've been on the magic and the dream. You've seen a few different ones. What's your favorite of what you've um, seen? I'm going to say the Golden Mickey's because it was, <laughs> it's, it's the most recent, probably ages, but it, but it was good. It was just good. And it was it was what made it as well is just seeing the look on Ayrton's face when he realized it was a stage show. It wasn't like a cinema screen and these characters were coming on and all the pyrotechnics were happening. So yeah, definitely that because literally we were at Betty Laughs and everything. So yeah, definitely that. Yeah. Really enjoyed that. Well, next time you're on the dream or if you're on the dream again, I would highly recommend you see Beauty and the Beast. It may not be Ayrton's cup of tea, but it will be yours. It's fantastic. It is one of the best stage shows at sea. Uh, In my opinion, it is the best one on Disney Cruise Line. Just the sets, the everything. I mean, it's yeah, just fantastic. That's, yeah, that was the, yeah, that was the show that was there. And it was literally, well, you go to the show, oh, no, you've got the pool to yourself. Right. Well, the pool wins. So, you know. But. And honestly, that, that pool decision is a great decision. We, we like late dining as well. And yes. one of the things we love about late dining is that you can, if you, if you are skipping the show, it's a great time to hit the pool deck because mm. the pools are empty. So yeah, we've done that ourselves a couple of times, especially we're on a ship where we've seen all the shows. Yes, which is exactly. All, which so you, you don't know, you, so you know you can do that. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because originally when I saw me late dining, I was a little bit thinking, oh, there's that. Yeah, obviously with you know normally we don't normally eat that late at home, sure. so, but it actually just worked because it was nice seeing the show beforehand then going for dining or whatever so that was yeah that really worked well so it would if we you know if and when i do another one i'll probably opt 
for that or switch to that if I got the area, I think, because that did work really well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, favorite onboard activity? I have got to do, yeah. Well, I say midship detective agency, that was good. Yeah, because it gets you around the whole ship and you see bits of the ship that you might not, oh, that's where that is. So, yeah, that was good. So, yeah, we really enjoyed that. That was fun. That was awesome. Favorite rotational dining. Now, you can choose any of the restaurants that you went to on the Magic or on the Dream. It doesn't have to be just limited to the Dream. So, which was your favorite restaurant? Let's try and think. Animator's Palette. I would say, yeah, on both. Yeah. And I did, yeah, Animated Palette, it's good because it's just, it's just the whole atmosphere. And, you know, whether you're, you know, whether you're a child or an adult, it's a nice, fun dining kind of scene and whatever, an environment. So yeah, Animated Palette, I think is, is brilliant. I think, you know, lines couldn't copy that, but I think, yeah. I think other ship, other lines can look at that and get cues for, well, how can we maybe make the dining perhaps a little bit more interactive at, at, yeah. at times. So I think that's, yeah, Animated Palette would be my favorite. Awesome. Okay. Now you've been on one of the Disney classic ships, meaning the magic class ships, and you've been on a dream class, the dream sh- uh, ship. Yeah. What do you like better if you had to choose between the Disney magic and the Disney dream, which one would you pick? I think it would be dream. Yeah. Wow. It just, it just, yeah. Magic was, was, was fantastic but i think that's just that next class of ship are just yeah one of my favorite class of ships i think of any of any passenger ship so yeah definitely the dream card definitely the dream yeah awesome all right this is going to be very controversial if you don't answer correctly there may, <laughs> there may be consequences but tell me what is your favorite cruise line andrew oh my favorite cruise line well i've really got to think about this haven't i now it's got to be disney isn't it i mean it's just got to be disney <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I don't want to cause controversy or anything. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite cruise line after Disney? What comes second? If you uh, were going to say, Disney. I'm going to go on a cruise and I can't get on a Disney cruise because they're not over here in Europe right now. What's What would be your second choice? So so my second choice, I would say, is one that I haven't been on yet. But yesterday, actually, I was on board Sky Princess in Ooh. Southampton because they had a family fun day. So basically, the whole family could go on oh. board and you could see what's there for. And it was interesting to compare that obviously to disney so i would say from from the ships and from the fuel i got it would be princess and i'm looking to that would be next year be looking wow. either to maybe do princess or disney it's i'd like a good princess cruises to try so and i think because of the quality i think the quality on board certainly seems mm-hmm. so up there with disney and the technology they're using you know, with the medallion and things, I think that's that's oh, yeah. a good thing. So Princess, even though I've not cruised, I've been on a couple of their ships' visits. So I think it's, yeah, I think Princess Cruises. Awesome. Okay, the last question that I ask anyone who comes on the show and does rapid fire is your bucket list cruise. And, you know, I, I imagine this may have changed. It always, you know, it's constantly changing for me what my bucket list cruise is. But if you could go anywhere in the world and it could be on a Disney ship, where do you want to go? Now, well, well, I've kind of got to, I definitely want to do Alaska. So I think Alaska, oh, yeah. Alaska would be my family Alaskan cruise. Yeah. Um, but then just above that would be Antarctica. Oh, I think yes. Antarctica would be, yeah. And I don't think that's changed from, from last time. So I think that yes. is the definite, yeah. Yeah, my definitely two bucket list cruises for sure. 
Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Andrew, for playing along, for being a good sport, even though I'm going to judge you a little bit for picking the Golden Mickeys instead of going to Beauty and the Beast. (laughs) But but they're both real. you know, it's a very fun show. And frankly, if I was going to tell you one show to take Ayrton to, I probably would have told you to take him to the Golden (laughs) Mickeys. It is a bit more of a kid pleaser, perhaps, than Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm glad you all had fun. Why don't you tell our listeners where they can follow along with your adventures, where they can check out your blog, and where you can be found on Instagram, X, all of the social media stuff. Okay, so you can basically follow me everywhere on at Cruise Ship Profiles. I'm on X as that, and Instagram as Cruise Ship Profiles as well. I've just started Threads as well, so another yet another social media. Uh, outlet to try and keep up to date which i'm struggling to do at the best of times (laughs) (laughs) i do have a youtube channel as well and again you can either find that under my name andrew mccallapine or just search cruise ship profiles there's a lot of drone footage of the ships coming in and and out of southampton there so do come along and if if you're coming from here do say hi awesome thanks so much andrew and thanks again for joining me today absolute pleasure lovely to chat to you and all your listeners Thank you to all of you out there for listening this week. We really, really appreciate it. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. You can keep getting great content from the DCL Duo each week. We'd also love it if you'd head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. If you hit those five stars, that's great. If you leave us a written review along with a five-star review, we will be sure to read it on the air at the end of one of our main episodes. If you're hovering over anything less than five stars, we really want you to reach out to us so we can take your feedback. Best way to do that, head to dclduo.com to find all the ways to connect with us. It links to our podcast, our vlog, our blog, has all the ways you can connect with us on social media, has our Etsy store where you can find our fun beach bags and magnets that we designed as enthusiasts of each of the Disney Cruise Line ships, has a link off to our Patreon. If you'd like to help support the show, we really truly appreciate each and every one of our Patreons for helping to support the show each and every month, has a link off to our show sponsor, My Path Unwinding, where you can get more information about booking a fabulous vacation, which also really helps to support our show. All the things are there, including a way you can sign up to be a guest on the show if you'd like to share your Disney Cruise Line experience. Most importantly, you can always email us at dclduo at gmail.com if you'd like to connect with us, or you can call our voicemail line if you'd like to leave us a message. We love to include the voices of our listeners in our show. Just dial 402-413-5590. That's 402-413-5590. And that will head straight to our Google Voice voicemail line. The DCL Duo podcast is not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Disney Company, or the Disney Family theme parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Disney company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or a Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent or the great folks over at My Path Unwinding Travel. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with a DCL duo. Good night. Good night.